This is our last take, so if we sound irritated, that's why. Okay. We have chicken nuggets. We do. Alright, guys. Welcome back to the Baby Mama Podcast. My name's Han. Oh, fuck. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome back to the Baby Mama Podcast, where we learn to be better. Not bitter. My name's Anya. And I'm Summer. And we're eating chicken nuggets today. Today we have chicken nuggets. We do. We actually had, like, ten different snacks, and we've re-recorded this, like, 30 times. Um... So now we're, we had to go make chicken nuggets. Um, so today we kind of finished off the last um, podcast talking about um, backseat parenting. I have an example of backseat parenting. But it's kind of just like what people say to you when they're backseat parenting. They're like, we didn't have that back in my day. The crazy thing is that like they do it out of love, you know. Are they doing it out of love or are they doing it out of someone see me someone see how hard i tried as a parent Ooh. for me i think one of the biggest examples and easiest one to give would be the phone i am not against using a phone but when it's not necessary like if you're just home or if you're at a restaurant or somewhere where you can keep your child entertained you don't need a phone amen um, <laughs> like I'll give an example where I would use a phone and where I wouldn't use a phone. So I sometimes my son comes to work with me, I'll give him my phone. He will sit there and he will just stay there and it's somewhere where he can't run. It's somewhere where I'm busy and like, you know, it's just somewhere where I, it's, it's easy for me to give him a phone. I would never give him a phone if I'm home or at a restaurant. At a restaurant, I'm sitting there next to him. Like I'm entertaining him and just being present with him. Yeah, I feel that. I definitely use the phone when it's necessary but also like i'm a single parent so like if i need to go clean the kitchen or something i'm gonna use the freaking phone i for sure like i'm not 100 percent like never use a phone You're not uh, but that has definitely been an issue um with someone who's taking care of my son or when he goes somewhere mm-hmm. and they want to give him a phone where it's but it's kind of hard because also it's not everyone else's job to entertain my son (laughs) you know like i mean that's your boundary you know your kid has the certain foods that he can eat there are certain toys he can play with. oh that's another one i only give my son oat milk for a little bit boy was that was that something no way yeah i remember this one time someone gave my son regular milk and they were like well he didn't have a reaction to that and i was like okay that's so lovely I know. I was like, perfect. So just because you decided that you were going to give him milk, suddenly he's not allergic to dairy. So, yeah, I was like, perfect. Thank you for that. That is so freaky, fun, and fresh. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sweet of him. No, yeah, but that's like, like, why would you do that? You know, where was it their decision to be the the parent that makes the the call? You know. Mm-hmm. I think it was just more trying to prove a point, like. He doesn't need to drink oat milk or almond milk or whatever, you know? And, like, he's fine. Like, yeah, he's fine. But I I didn't want him to drink oat milk or regular milk. That is so infuriating. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a reason why he's on the oat milk in the first place. Like, did you just negate the whole process it took you to get there? Exactly. Yes, that's that's exactly what they did. That was a form of backseat parenting where it's Mm -hmm. like you know that was a power move that was a power move mm-hmm. but that goes into like sometimes you know that you're getting manipulated sometimes you know people are doing something they shouldn't be doing and you either let it go and move on and let karma deal with it or 
That's the better option. It is. It really is. You could make some boundaries. That would be that would also be a better option. <laughs> yeah, sticking up, that'd be fun. Yeah, sticking but up for yourself. Sometimes you can't, like... There's just some people who don't know, who don't listen, who don't learn, who don't want to. And it's like, why am I going to waste my time if this person doesn't want to? You then know? the better option would be to let karma deal with it. The better option would to just be remove them from your life. <laughs> yeah, but if they're, like, someone close to you in your family, like, your auntie or something, you can't just be, like deuces didn't you do that to your own <laughs> oh shit anyway i did, I did deuces my auntie she deuces her auntie i really did though Long yes story. so oh, did you hear that <laughs> my mom's my remix <laughs> that is so crazy i have a little sister the exact same age as her little brother mm-hmm. and um I'm not really around that side of the family that often to see them parent so much, but I just think that's so crazy, like, you have a child so close to your mom having a child. It's kind of cool, too, because, like, we just had the tree lighting for our city, and so, like, we both got to take the kids, you know? That is it's so like, cute. Yeah, we do stuff for the kids together, and not just my mom, my cousin, she has... A son that's a year older than my brother and a newborn so it's kind of like like you know what I mean like we're all pretty close in age we, every mm-hmm. every child that is in our family has someone really close in age so my older sister has my cousin um they're like two years apart my little brother and then my other cousin are a year apart and then now T and um Alani are I love that I love that you guys all have like similar mindsets kind of right now yeah you know because you're all in the like caregiving mothering state yeah you know so that's really awesome i'm glad you you all have that (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) i'm glad i always have a babysitter (laughs) that's oh my gosh having your village which you your mom isn't here anymore i know my mom doesn't live in the same state anymore yeah so so i am your village (laughs) yeah my village is my grandma and my bestie but I'd be working. And I, I know. <laughs> but I couldn't ask for a better village. You know, I think not having such a big, big village. village has really um, kind of like cracked down on what's important to me. Mm-hmm. Like setting a boundaries, like going to bed early mm-hmm. was never, ever something I really cared about until my village got smaller. Aww. And then I was like. <laughs> No, you need to go to bed because you need to be rested until that little rascal wakes up. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and now, like, I actually get tired at 9. I am ready for bed at 9. And I, I, like, if I'm going out or if I'm outside or if I'm, like, having a weekend or honey and I going out. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, like, crave to be back into my routine. Don't get me wrong. I like being outside, like, when we were out last weekend. Could that was wait. fun, yeah. That was really fun. Could not wait till be home in my jammies. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not ready to do it again. Mm-mm. You know, like, I'm still getting back on track from going out last weekend. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> to be fair, though, when we go out, we go out. That's true. So it's like... We're out. We're either out until, like, the morning. We're out. <laughs> yeah. We're out. Or we're home. So it's, it's not like a, oh, we're just going to go out and get some drinks and be home by 12. Like, we're either in bed by 8... Or we're home by three. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no in between. No in between. Somehow, we always end up at the gym, though. We do. Always. Right before. <laughs> before. Um, I love that. Boundaries, priorities. 
<laughs> in ASMR style. We work at a salon. I get up from the chair and my knee cracks. I'm like, this is so awkward. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry for my next musical rendition of your service. <laughs> I, I will crack Nickelback into your ear. <laughs> so we work at a salon that is, it's a men's salon. It is. And we play this, like, divorced dad's playlist. <laughs> it's a... It's a good playlist. It's a really good playlist, but I've it is hundred percent a divorced dad playlist. You think? Divorced dad I first of all. <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> first of all, where's the dad? <laughs> no. Um my dad plays like Mexican music, so I don't know. Is your dad divorced? Not yet. Because <laughs> my parents split in like two thousand eight. Okay. So like that was the time of like nickelback, three doors down, fucking all the other ones that we played. I cannot get Rush. comfortable. I can tell. <laughs> it's just like moving everywhere. Do you want like, to like, talk? It's backwards. Hold on, guys. Okay. I would melt. Today I got a photo oh, from my daycare. Yeah. They send me photos from him and they post like our pictures on the wall inside of their room at their level so that they can see us. And he was holding it. His hand was on my picture. I was going to cry <laughs> for her. Cry, like four times. It was so cute. <laughs> no. I, when I don't have my son, when he's with his dad, I literally, I miss him so much. I'm looking at pictures and it's so hard because the whole time I'm like, I wonder what he ate. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing. I wonder if he's asleep. I wonder if he's having fun. I know oh. he's having fun. But it's just like, you know, it's just hard. That's crazy. Like, I can't, I can't fathom not knowing what yeah all he's up to yeah. yeah it's hard i'm petting this <laughs> i miss him he's asleep he's, oh oh yeah he's asleep. he's asleep yeah yeah that's crazy mm-hmm. yeah because i'm i'm always i call every shot i'm yeah. everything he eats i i give him like and i i mean i don't call every shot but you know most shots yeah but it's like you still have to take someone else into consideration you know like just do stuff like what i was gonna say a haircut but one day i just went and got his haircut <laughs> i do work at a men's salon though that is true she um went to a good place no way i went to like this place at the mall it was oh, actually kind of bad i was there with you oh yeah yeah it was actually kind of bad <laughs> that was kind of weird mm-hmm. what it was called like rocket something i don't know it cuts but, for kids. Cuts, cuts for, for kids. kids. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. And then his dad was like, "Dude, that was fucked." Up. I was like, "You're right. That was pretty fucking sorry." Is it is that that big of a deal? Like cutting the kids' hair? I think it was a big deal because he wanted to keep it long because he likes long hair. Does every? Yeah, my my baby daddy wants that too. Really? He doesn't yeah. want you to cut his hair. No, I'm sure you're just gonna cut it just because like haven't decided <laughs> i haven't de- you know i'm on my period so we will not decide right now oh <laughs> <laughs> it'll be an irrational decision anyway that's what yeah that's what those are called damn but yeah yeah it's just taking someone else into consideration it's just been that's crazy i mm-hmm. guess like those are bigger things but even just like deciding to take him off of regular milk and put him on oat milk like mm-hmm. you have to tell him that you know, like I don't have to tell anybody. It just I just do it. You just do it. Yeah. To be, he just did it. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he drinks regular milk. And I was like, okay. 
Oh, so it was his dad? No, no, that story wasn't about his dad, actually. But, (laughs) no. But, I mean, once he got to, like, I didn't give him any regular milk till he was, like, a year and a half, I think. And by that time, me and his dad were already separated, so I didn't really care. I see. Yeah. But the reason we had him on um, not, he had, like, a really bad um, reaction to the formula that had um, dairy in it. So his right. doctor put him on the hypoallergenic, like all the, like the really Nutremogen. Nutremogen. is so freaking expensive. So expensive. Anyway, so my son spent a year on Nutremogen, and then all of a sudden one day they were like, hey, we gave your son milk and he's fine. The camera died. So if the angle switched, sorry. Welcome back. <laughs> we're glad you were able to come back. Um, <laughs> what did I leave? Okay. So yeah, so my son spent a year on this hypoallergenic, like dairy-free formula, and then one day they were like, oh, by the way, I gave your son milk and he was fine. And I was like, thank you, doctor. <laughs> like, I remember one time um, she was using the pre-made formula and it spilled in her car. And yeah. it, yeah, and it spilled on my so lanyard. Bad. I think my lanyard, I washed it, but it smelled like... So bad. So bad. If you have never... No, you're if you're listening to this, you're probably a mom. <laughs> left formula in a bottle... But Nutremogen specifically, ew, it was nasty. It just smelled so, so bad. bad. Yeah. Because it was like all plant protein or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably nothing good. What's in Nutremogen? We both. <laughs> Almost 100% off of formula. The Ooh. only thing that I use it for. Uh-oh. Do you want to know what's in it? Not anymore. Corn syrup solids, vegetable oil. Hydroslate, which says it's milk, modifying cornstarch. I mean, I'm glad he's still alive. I can't imagine having more than one kid. I can't either. I can't, like, my, my brain physically cannot process having more than one. Could not be me. Yeah. I love, I absolutely love being a mom to one child. <laughs> I love focusing. Yes. I he really gets all do. my attention uninterrupted just him just him and i'm vibing yeah just like you know everything about him i guess you would also but you can't put all of your eggs in one basket with with two kids yeah you have to split time somewhere Mm -hmm. and i can't imagine my son just needs so much attention yeah (laughs) he gets that from his mom (laughs) and his auntie and and his aunties yeah um I can't wait for them both to be running around and stuff. Yes, but it's really cool because we cut, we treat them like siblings, but yeah. they get their own individual mom, you yeah. know, and I, th- I think that's a win for everybody. Her son called me Mommer the other day. Mommer. Mommer. He combined Summer and Mom. I'm getting it tattooed. That Mommer? Mommer? He thinks about Summer and Ollie. Oh, this kid wakes up. Summer Ollie. Summer Ollie. The other day I was dropping him off at his dad's house and he like was crying because he wanted me to call Summer and Ollie and he wanted to go trick-or-treating them with them. It's December. No, it was November, what, 29th. <laughs> he wanted to go trick-or-treating. This is so cute. But he just remembers and he's retaining all this information. Yeah, he remembers things. I don't know. One time Summer picked him up and there was like a monster in her car, like a little toy monster that we had seen when we went to Disneyland like three weeks prior yeah yeah even to this day every time he gets in the car even if the monster's not in there he asks for monster yeah it's so cute he remembers yeah he remembers everything he also likes to play music in the car which has been kind of hard for me he wants to listen to elmo abc all the time uh 
banger. A banger, but not after 40 times. Uh, true. Yeah. Oh, you know what? True. You know Dinosaur Train? No. Oh, my, let me play. Can I? Is Would we get copyrighted? No, I won't play a portion of it. It's like this. There was a show when we were younger, and it was Dinosaur Train, and the theme song to that, he's obsessed with it. That is so cute. It's a bop, though. It's a banger. Do you remember um, Soul Train or whatever it was called? That might be the show, actually, with the little dinosaurs. All aboard the choo-choo train. All mm, aboard the choo-choo train. No, not that one. Oh. Chicka-chicka-chicka-choo. But yeah. Not us sharing train songs. <laughs> <laughs> with being a mom. I know. Um, but yeah, so yeah, anyway, so he remembers things. <laughs> yeah, he's really good at rem- rem- remembering. He remembered one of my coworkers' names. Two of them. He had seen him like her, like her once. Be- He's beat up. so good, really. Yeah, he walked with a high beater. <laughs> hey, yeah. Where's my goldfish? Yeah, literally. He's like, where the, where the goldfish at? <laughs> yeah. He's really cute. Her son is just so outgoing. He, I don't. He got that from his mom. No, for real. Yeah. Like, okay, her son is her when she's drunk. <laughs> I you're laughing because it's true yeah it is oh my god let me tell you guys about this story the target story <laughs> okay i'm gonna put my mic right here okay my son very much has a dad very much and, i would hope so right and so like a present dad and so we were we were at target and i had him in his car and we're sitting down and he looks over at this man and he's like dad and I was like, I just ignored him saying it the first time. And he's just like saying, dad. And I'm like looking at him. I was like, that's not your dad, bro. <laughs> and so like, I didn't say anything. I kept walking. We turned the aisle and the guy's still in the aisle. And so he's like, dad. And he's like saying dad to this man. And this man, like this girl comes up behind like the guy and was just like looks at him like, what the fuck? Is that your son? You know what I mean? Like gives that look like you have something to say. And I was just looking at him. I was like, bro, that's not your dad. And I was like, that's not his, that's not his dad. That's not his dad. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, oh my God. And he did that at Benny Hanna's too. We were, we were like sitting down and he kept calling the chef dad. And I was like, bro, the people who were sitting with us, they're like, um, oh, like that's so cute. You brought him to see his dad. I was like, that's not his dad. This is not his dad. He's trying to tell you these are the men he approves of. Dude, I know. I was like, that could be your dad. <laughs> like, give me, like, two weeks. <laughs> I know. I was like, but you know what? He He's, like, so cute because sometimes we'll be out and he'll, like, talk to, like, these really cute guys. And I'm like, all right, wingman. <laughs> we went to Yogurtland um, and he was, like, talking. He was like, I'm making his yogurt. And the guy at the checkout, he was like, oh, do you like yogurt? And he's like, yogurt yummy. And then I was like, I was like, he's yummy. <laughs> But yeah, he's my wingman. So cute. <laughs> Yogurt yummy. Yogurt yummy. <laughs> yeah. You don't have a wingman yet, but you will one day. I definitely will. Yeah. yeah. His dad keeps telling him he's going to tell all of the guys that I date that it's stranger danger. Oh, period. He's going to be like, mom, get behind me. Stranger danger. <laughs> get behind me. He's going to be like, bro, you are the stranger danger. <laughs> his dad? Yeah, you are the stranger, bro. No, no, he. No, it's so funny because Ollie's gonna be this like eight foot four year old. (laughs) He's huge. We talked about this last time, but he's huge. He's the same size as my two year old. His voice is gonna be deeper than Morgan Freeman's by the time he's. He's like, where's my core? Where's my core? He's like, where's my milk? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I feel kind of bad because 
his dad's 5'11 i'm 5'3 and ollie's freaking huge yeah you mean next to him damn (laughs) we're just off topic but what is the topic oh yeah i don't know i really want to talk about our birth stories sometime oh wait let's talk about it now okay you go first okay my birth story kind of tragic um so i was induced and i went to the hospital i was in there at 7 a.m and i i got the epidural so all the epidural moms i got it and then it was about six o'clock when t's heartbeat was like going on in and out so he was like flatlining but then he'd they'd like move me into a certain position and his heartbeat would like resume go back to normal and i was in this position for like two hours and it was like really hurting and i was like i can't be in this position anymore and so they moved me a little bit and then he completely flatlined and so when he completely flatlined i had actually already signed papers for an emergency c-section because he kept flatlining and so um the doctor comes in she's like running in and she's like okay we're getting we're gonna get you ready for the emergency c-section and both my mom and t's dad were in the the room with me but then they said that one of them had to decide and obviously t's dad was gonna be in the room with me so they like throw some scrubs at him and they're like get ready and then now at this point i'm having like a panic attack because they just told me that my son's heartbeat was flatlining and that he wasn't breathing Mm -hmm. and so i'm going in like full panic mode and i get into the delivery room and it's just me because homeboy didn't change fast enough they couldn't get t's heart rate back up and so i was going into a complete panic attack so the epidural or what is it called the it's an epidural that they give you right for the whole body yeah whatever the anesthesia that they give you um i just kept saying it wasn't working because i could still feel it and so i don't know it was it was really bad because i couldn't i could feel everything and if you guys have ever had a (laughs) c-section the pressure that they push on you so like they up here they like push and they like to get the baby out to get the baby out but you're just i already couldn't breathe because i was having that that anxiety attack that panic attack Mm -hmm. from them telling me that my son wasn't breathing anymore and so for them to be pushing down on me i could not breathe i really thought i was gonna die on that table and then i kept asking for his dad and they're like oh it's too late like they can't they couldn't go get him so i had these the oh my god the best nurses i had one on each side and they were the sweetest people i have ever met birth oh my god birth nurses they were amazing they were holding my hand the whole time and then eventually t was pushed out or pulled out (laughs) and then i got to see him but i couldn't hold him because i was throwing up so much from everything that was going on and so then T got taken, he got to go see his dad, and then I got sent to the recovery room. I think T was born at 6.47, and then I didn't get to see him till like, 11. No way. Yeah, because I, was, I wasn't doing well either. And so, and then when I finished my C-section, or when they finished, I was shivering, which I'm, it's pre- I heard it's pretty normal, but I really thought I was having, like, seizures. Like, you're just so, like, you're shaking. Did you get the shakes? No dude it's crazy it's like you're having a seizure and you're it's shaking? like so uncontrollable yeah you're just like shaking and it's like kind of like if you were like shivering from being cold yeah but like just shaking is it just like the trauma you're like body yeah you're po- yeah trauma. it's probably that's probably what it is oh. um but yeah so i couldn't even hold tea because he would fall um and then mm-hmm. he had jaundice so he was under the light for a little bit Aww. yeah and so 
yeah it was just we were in the room for about two hours and then I got moved into the recovery room like the actual room and then that's when I saw my mom oh my god when my mom walked into that room she didn't know anything because homeboy wasn't communicating anything with my mom of course so she was like I thought everything was going well I guess she texted him and was like hey is everything okay he's like yeah everything's fine and I was like okay dude and so when my mom yeah my mom walked into the room and I saw her and I just broke down crying she was like how was everything and I just broke down and I was I told her everything that happened and she was like I cannot believe you didn't tell me that you weren't doing well and I was like I know God's plan (laughs) no for real because like you don't want to hear your daughter is going through this Mm -hmm. like like when you walk when she walked in and saw her like you saw your mom in a completely different light you Mm -hmm. were a different person the next time you saw your mom yeah for sure yeah it still gives me the chills like um the feeling that I had when I saw my mom because it's like and she went right to me she didn't go to to tea which was really sweet you know like of course she yeah and that just gives that like you're my baby first you know I mean she adores tea and like now she won't even look at me before she like she is all about tea (laughs) but at that very moment it was so special because I'm sure it was like a transition you Mm -hmm. know like I I don't know it was cute yeah that is so sweet (laughs) you have a crazy birth story I mean like I'm sure every birth story is crazy crazy, yeah but like yours is like I've heard it a million times and I was on the edge like sitting here looking at you talking oh (laughs) it's just crazy because like I think more of the feelings that I had like I wish I could explain to you the feelings I had when I was alone in that room and I like I kept asking for his dad Mm -hmm. because he was just that comfort person for me you know right and so like going through this whole thing like I didn't have my person Mm -hmm. and so that was really difficult and that was probably the hardest part of it all um, but then that feeling of seeing my mom, like, those are the two feelings that I will always carry with me. Yeah. Yeah. I have a weird connection. The fact that, like, your person wasn't there for you during, like, the birth, but, like, he's not in your life like that anymore either. Like, yeah. what a creepy um, prediction. A foreshadowing? A foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I like to find things like that in, in yeah, our life just... paths. Yeah, because, I mean, I get that story, and it's, like, something that I did by myself, you know? Like, I mm-hmm. literally gave birth by High myself. Five. Did it. Good job, bestie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Your birth story, your turn. Okay. <laughs> Just put it, get cozy. Um, okay, so my birth story starts here at home. We were eating a steak dinner and my water broke <laughs> and it broke like in the movies I remember the doctor saying like it's gonna be a trickle you know wear a pad because you don't know like it could just be you know what's that um that post that said it's not discharge it's creme de la meow meow so my water my my creme de la meow meow broke <laughs> I was having a steak. I had one bite that I had always seen everywhere. Like, eat a big meal before you go into labor because you're not going to eat at the hospital. You don't know how long you're going to be there. Yo, fuck that. No, bro. bro. I was starving. <clears throat> I was taking down those jellos. Like, no tomorrow. Dude, I remember I came out of the, the um, delivery room 
and I was like, food, food, I need food. And they're like, you can't have food. They were giving me like ice. And I was like, fuck your ice. No way. Yeah, I had ice for like two hours and I was starving. I was thirsty. Like I was, I was upset. That's insane. Why do they do that? I mean, I'm sure there's some scientific well, So you're not supposed to eat because especially, especially if you have C-sections, the anesthesia and stuff can make you throw up. And then all of that, like all the pressure that you're using, like you have a fresh wound down there, you know? So yeah. like your the pressure of throwing up it could open reopen that wound. I see. Mm-hmm. So I I get why they did it, but you know, so fuck you guys. Well, I did not eat my steak dinner. Yeah. I had a bite. My water breaks goes everywhere, just like the movies. Like, whoosh. <laughs> did not know that was gonna happen. I was truly just like, yeah, it's gonna trickle. I was also two days away from my due date, so I was already at the point where like this bro's not coming out. Like, I'm gonna have to get it induced. Like, I was just thinking all of that. And so when my water broke, my mom was sitting across from me on the table. And I remember, like, it broke. And I had, like, a th- fork in my mouth. And I looked up at her. Aww. And she knew. She just, like, looked at me. And she was like, your water broke, huh? <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, I think my water broke. And um, I stand up. And I'm like, it's everywhere. My, um, his dad was sitting right next to me. And so he goes into, like, <laughs> dad mode, you know? <laughs> I'll be the best dad out there. anyway so he goes into full dad mode yeah he went dad mode real quick (laughs) 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 laughed at the trauma so i have to walk around the back of the house because i can't walk through the house i'm leaking everywhere Bro, they were really like, don't do I'm so bad at listening to stories. You like sat there patiently. <laughs> no, I like it. Get your mic closer to you. I like when you butt in. Okay, so I'm walking around. I can all get comfortable, bro. I can tell. <laughs> you look so she said, Edie. Do you want to switch sides? No, that's fine. All right. Okay, so we walk around. We get to the hospital at. Um, my water broke at four. 45 and we get to the hospital at 4:58 I think is when I checked into the room and um I requested the epidural around 9 p.m. and um it took her an hour she tried three times and um it was unsuccessful so I did not get an epidural and when what a fucking bad bitch <laughs> she gave birth with no epidural no epidural no ibuprofen that's my bestie they give ibuprofen now don't they oh, i don't know i think they give ibuprofen or tylenol or something <laughs> i was like shoot off the uh, the epidural i got there first thing i was like where's that where the epidural at <laughs> so apparently there's like you can get mild scoliosis from pregnancy you know that would have been cool to know okay no I didn't want an epidural. My whole pregnancy, I wanted a natural birth. Mm. And I always knew, like, in the back of my head that I was going to have a natural birth with no epi- sorry, with no medicine. And my doctor, of course, uh, capitalism, corporate America. We had the same pushing, doctor. Yeah, we have the same OB. And the same person delivered. Um, what was I going to say? Corporate America, they want to push the epidural for more money. So he kept telling me, he was like, oh, baby's going to be real big. You're going to want the epidural. Like, da, 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 da. I kept telling him, I don't want it. And he was like, no, you're going to need it. It's going to hurt. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's a baby. You know, I got pregnant. I knew 
it's gonna hurt we're two different people because i was like you're right i definitely <laughs> most definitely do sir <laughs> have it ready for me <laughs> so yeah had mild scoliosis my back was no longer uh i could not get the epidural i had a bruise like this big on my back for weeks I actually popped a bunch of capillaries on my face. My whole face looked like I had red freckles from pushing. So I, uh, rewind, go back. (laughs) They took an hour for her to say, I can't put an epidural in your back. And my midwife who's standing there, she goes, you sound like you're at 10. And I was like, how do I sound like I'm at 10? She's just so good at her job. She was like, we're checking you. Throws me on my back, shoves her hand up my vagina. I'm 10 centimeters. And <laughs> told you. <laughs> I would have been, I told you, bitch. <laughs> to a pregnant. Hell pregnant. yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> T minus pregnant. Um, anyways, she's like, yep, you're 10, it's time. And my mom had gone home because the first midwives were like, this is the first baby, it's the first boy, he gonna be in there for a while. And my mom had been home for like maybe an hour, 45 minutes or something. And then um, lady says, it's time. I look at baby daddy, I'm like, text my mom. And he runs and texts her, comes back. The nurses had helped me like start pushing. And I gave birth on my back. And I really wanted to give birth on my knees or like in a tub or whatever. What? <laughs> you just made to be on your knees. <laughs> She wants every life, like, event to happen on her knees. That's a story for another day. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was on my back. Um, yeah, the pain is crazy. But um, it's also, like, so empowering to, like, be able to say that I did it without an epidural. Not to say that doing it with an epidural is any less than. No, you're literally so much better than me. No. <laughs> you had a C-section. C-section moms are what? It's not real birth, bro. That's major <laughs> Have you ever heard someone say that that's not birth, real birth? They're dumb. They're uneducated. I mean, I had um I pushed for 10 minutes with baby daddy and then my mom burst through the door. How was baby daddy like, during the Actually so good. He oh. and my he got me on my last push. He, the nurse was like standing over him in his ear and was telling him like hey that's the head like the next time she pushes like tell her to keep pushing and go like one two three like okay he's right there and he said everything and like he my mom she was there for 10 minutes of my pushing and she was really what got ollie to drop because i felt him drop when my mom got there and my mom was like come on summer you can do this like you're a badass you're like it was so cool and empowering but like my baby daddy when he he was finally like you're about to meet him like he's coming and, like, and, and i was in such a like pa- haze like in my brain like i'm screaming my head off i'm going through the worst pain a, a female can ever feel in her life i am just screaming my head up i still remember him like getting me through it you know and he was standing right there and at the time like this person was a person that i loved the most in the world and he's standing right next to me and helping me push out a baby that like we created together so mm. It was really awesome, and he telling me that, like, just keep pushing. I was about to go back, because every time you push and then you come back, baby goes back up. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I was pushing, and I was about to go back, and he, like, helped me. And that second push, Ollie came out, and Mm -hmm. they put him on my chest. Oh, sorry. They put him on my chest, and um, he was there. My mom was super excited. Everybody was super happy. He, I only pushed for 20 minutes. <laughs> so he was born at 
12 18 in the morning so mm. from the time they started the epidural at 11 he was born at 12 18 so it was pretty it was really fast i was only in labor for five hours um got there on the 20th left 21st later that day i think we stayed two days as well two days yeah that, that's crazy and you know what the like five minutes after i had a baby i had already scarfed down two turkey sandwiches and i was up taking a shit (laughs) the first thing i asked to get i think you brought it right the chick-fil-a there was a matcha and chick-fil-a that was me cold chick-fil-a nuggets and a matcha i that was me i brought that yeah i was actually oh my gosh full circle i was on one of the first dates with my baby daddy we were at um target and I got a text from her baby daddy, and I was on one of the first dates with my baby daddy. We weren't even dating, or we weren't even official yet. Yeah, you were just talking. We were just talking. We were just on a date. Um, he was born on a Friday. Yeah, but you guys were you guys were at Knott's Berry Farm. No, we were at Target. Cause no, 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 for one of his like special events or something. Was it when Jeez. we went home? Yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. Because on Sunday we went to Knott's Berry Farm. He asked me to be, girls, be his girlfriend there. Mm, so yeah. Cute. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That was really fun. Yeah. Just exper- like being in the hospital with a newborn, like, I don't know, just the emotions and the feelings and like, dang, like the first night I had gone through it. Right. And so the nurses were like, your mom can stay because my mom was about to leave and like, Oh, this is getting me tear up. <laughs> okay, so my oh. mom, so it was me and obviously my baby daddy and the baby and my mom and I had my cousins. I had two of my cousins. I had my aunt, and they were pre, <laughs> they were pre gaming it in the in the delivery Hell room. Yeah. yeah, and so when they went to go in and see me, they all went to see me, and then my mom like had left, and then she came back and she asked to stay and spend the night with me. And the nurses were so sweet; they let her stay. Aww. And so just having my mom there for the first night of me being a mom, like it was so comforting. And I have a picture of her with tea on her Aww, on her chest. That is so sweet. Yeah, my baby daddy would have slept through the night. He did sleep through the night. Actually, it was pretty funny. Wow. Yeah, he's it's pretty funny. I have a video, and it was um, one of my be- good friends, not best friends, good friends, and she walked in, and he was on the couch, just, like, passed out. Mimis. Yeah, and her boyfriend was, like, passed out, too, because <laughs> men. Yeah. It was really cute. Uh, my baby daddy was really good. He really helped me through the labor and stuff. Like, yeah. he would, like, get me in different positions and, like... Uh, <laughs> He's like, we've been there before, baby. <laughs> just how you got in that's how you coming out (laughs) anyways um no he would like rock me back and forth and Mm. like rub my back but when we were uh, in postpartum um he was so helpful and he like took care of the baby and stuff to let me sleep but i couldn't sleep there was a new baby right there like would you have to come home with me (laughs) yeah where's your mama (laughs) who's gonna take care of you (laughs) no but like i didn't um I was trying to breastfeed, but my milk hadn't come in yet. And so, like, I was still trying to breastfeed. I didn't know how to latch him or anything. And, like, the nurses would come in and they would get him on there. But then, like, it just wasn't working. You know, it, it never works first try. Mm-hmm. Breastfeeding is probably the second hardest thing to pushing out a baby in yeah. the world. Um, go ahead. No. Okay. I thought you were going to connect onto mm-hmm. that. But Make so, Ollie was, like, screaming for hours. And I was like, get the freaking formula. Mm-hmm. He gets one bottle of formula in him. He slept for like four hours. 
nice. I was like, wow. That's I couldn't crazy. get I could get tea to latch, but I it was weird to me. I don't know. It I really? didn't feel good to me. You know how some moms oh. are like breastfeeding is the best thing and like I want to but I didn't. I, I it was weird. I really wish I could have. I loved that feeling of having him here with me i just loved it so much i took videos and pictures because i knew it wasn't gonna last oh i breastfed for three weeks oh yeah no and then i I pumped yeah i I pumped pumped too yeah but pumping was the worst thing that has ever happened to me too no yeah why is it so hard i was depressed i stopped pumping because i was like at this point like it's my mental health i remember the nights were the hardest dude i would put him to sleep at 8 o'clock p.m at 10 i had to wake up to pump and then i had to wash the pump parts get him ready for the next time i went to sleep like at what 10 30 11 10 45 by 12 i had to be up because he was ready to feed and then i had to clean and do all of that and then again i would have to be up at two to pump and then at four and it was just like i would get maybe an hour of sleep in between everything and it was like so i would fear the nights because those were so hard for me yeah pumping is actual satan's booty hole literally probably satan himself came up with that yeah i could i could push out a baby every day of my life but if you made me pump again i'm gone i would <laughs> i'm gone i i actually if i not that i want any more kids but if i ever have any more kids i do want to pump I want it, but really? I, yeah, but I know better now, if that makes sense. Yeah. I I would understand it a little bit more. I think I, I had a pump that I had to be right by the wall with. I didn't have a portable one. So I did. I, you did? And yes. you still didn't like it? I had the in-bra portables, and I was an overproducer. I was too. I got mastitis so many times. I never got that. Do you know, oh my gosh, there was this one night, dude. This, this is the night that made me never want to have kids again anymore. So... <laughs> every other night actually (laughs) after that (laughs) no okay so i had i got mastitis i had a fever going and then i had to i like i couldn't get any more like for uh, breast milk out luckily i had some in the freezer but t was waking up and um t was waking up and i had to like feed him and help him and like I ha- like I still had a fever going and I was like how like I was maybe a week postpartum mm, and I was like I can't so do this like hard. I I was like I can't do this anymore like I really can't it was so hard but then he would like smile and I'd be like wait what I know, I'm so ready for more they are they're so good they're like oh my god mommy you hate your life but look at me yeah look at me he could literally put it oh my gosh I love him and now oh I would have 20 more of him not really but I love him right now. He's so cute. I bought him a backpack. Did I say that story already all, like last time? I don't think so. Where I bought him a backpack and I was dropping him off at daycare. He's like, mommy, thanks for my backpack. The cutest thing That's ever. That's so cute. She texted me immediately when he said that and, and I also cry. cried. <laughs> because how freaking sweet is that? Like, yeah. I I was ready to buy him every backpack. Oh my god. In fucking Target. Me too. Yeah. Every backpack ever. He's getting backpack books, everything for, for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Just so sweet. So innocent. Yeah, but breastfeeding is from hell. Yeah, I had the yeah. or had the in bra ones. I also had the I almost said medulla. The medella. Medella. Um it was not in wall and it wasn't portable either, but it was like you could carry it. I think we had the same one. Yeah, the yellow and mm-hmm. white one. Uh-huh. Yeah. It wasn't the worst thing ever because, you know, I just remember I would go to parties and I was like, Oh, gotta go pump and then I would just like oh. you know. But I, now I hate parties, so I, I don't mind. <laughs> 
she's home. Mm-hmm. Um, I had two hakas, so I always wore a haka in my bra, and I would get almost eight ounces out of my haka really? in between pumps. Like no I was just producing. And one time, we were out at the swap meet, and I think I was like four weeks, three weeks postpartum, four weeks, because I had switched from breastfeeding to pumping, and I was kneeling over to grab a bottle, and my whole haka spilled out of my bra <laughs> and like all over my shirt and stuff, and I was just like, I was so ready to cry because like baby that was his food you know because when it comes out of the haka it's only good for two hours Mm -hmm. like as long as it is still like body Mm -hmm. heat it's only good and like it spilled out i was just about to pour it in the bottle and i was like i'm gonna cry yeah (sighs) the the smell that you have from breastfeeding though do you do you remember that smell so bad i felt like i smelled i would always ask my my son's dad i'd be like yo yeah. be honest with me right now yeah. do i say he'd be like no but no like matter like how much you shower if you can if you can yeah when you can deodorant like it's so you smell so the baby can find you but i heard that because i would ask him and he'd be like no you don't smell so i guess you can't really smell it it's just you and the baby no way yeah because i would always ask him i'd be like dude like do you not smell me and he'd be like no well, 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 he was being nice. Hey, I'm going to text him. Um, yo. <laughs> Were you being nice? Were you being nice? Because you didn't have to do that. <laughs> no. Did um, your baby daddy have pregnancy symptoms when you were pregnant? No, he's always lazy. What? I said, no, he was always lazy. Always oh, <laughs> lazy. No. My baby daddy had cravings, and I swear he had hormonal issues. <laughs> but No, bro, that's just him. <laughs> yeah, it might be him. But no, he he had cravings and he had um like he gained weight. My, my sister had gained weight too, but I was because of my cravings. Um, I was we were eating so much. Well, he would crave stuff like when he wasn't home with me, and he would like I don't know. I could like feel him. I could feel him craving something. Oh mm-hmm. no, I guess we weren't connected like that. Oh well, Tihi, you were just carrying his son. I was just carrying his son. Yeah. No, yeah. Submarine. I <laughs> like a, a human submarine. Yeah. <laughs> um no i don't i don't know i don't think he had any cravings mm, you, should ask you know what something. though what? i was so hormonal during my pregnancy <laughs> poor oh, man the ick the men ick yes i would look i would be like <laughs> never mind like this is the ugliest human alive literally i, I want to like, punch this person in the throat and they're just him. sitting there yeah he was breathing and i was like ew <laughs> But then I'd be like, this is the yummiest man I've ever Yeah, seen. and also two sides to the coin. Yeah, no. It's That's like you want to hate them and you want to jump on them. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. But yeah, definitely the, the hormones were crazy. Yeah. Poor man. No. You're right. I was carrying his son. Yeah, poor you. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. This is a time that has passed. I loved it, though. I miss Good being experience. pregnant. Yeah. I also miss being pregnant. I miss being pregnant so much. Yeah. I really want to be a surrogate. You should so be a surrogate. I do want to be a surrogate. I would be the best baby daddy for you. Dude. I would. I would just carry our kid. I. All right, guys, we got to go. We got to make it. <laughs> make it busy. <laughs> no, I would bring you all your cravings. I would get Dude, you a big pillow. There was this one time I craved the strawberry. Like, you know, the sh- strawberry shortcake ice cream popsicles, like the popsicles. Oh, yeah. It was 2 a.m. And my, my son's dad had to be at work at 6 in the morning. And I was like, I woke him up. I was like, can you go get me one? And he was like, no. And I just, I was so mad at him. I was like, did you just say no to me? And then I was like, this is your son's craving. And he's like, I got to be at work at 6 in the morning. Just go buy one in the morning. I broke down. I was like, what? Oh my it was gosh. the worst dance ever happened. 
<laughs> I never had cravings like that. Like, yeah, I had cravings, but never to where, like, if I don't get this right now, I'm going to be mad. I was pissed. Oh. Yeah. And his his dad was literally waiting for the day. He was <gasps> like, I can't wait until you wake me up in the middle of the night and we have to go get pancakes or something. That is so cute. Yeah, no, my, my baby daddy could wait. That's crazy. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm That's bed. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, crazy. I never got like that, though. My biggest craving... <clears throat> mcdonald's chicken nuggets no way oh my god i had them every day every i had chilaquiles day. every my mom my mom would I be at work right now. my mom would be at work i'd call her and be like hey what are you doing and she's like i'm at work and i was like all right i'm gonna come over <laughs> give me some chilaquiles <laughs> and then she'd be like oh i don't have this is this, this i was like no worries i'll go buy it that was me every single day oh. i would have enchil- uh, chilaquiles for breakfast and then enchiladas for lunch that sounds so and good i just skipped dinner or i'd have like and fruit oh my god my son's dad would always come home with fruit he'd be like do you want fruit <laughs> do you want me to stop by and get fruit yes answer yeah. is yes you don't have to ask yeah i was like why don't you just show up with it why do you keep, Wait, keep asking i want a boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> now i'm thinking about when men used to do things for me oh or then when that man did things for me that man that one that one that's the only man i've ever dated can you believe that yeah that's but crazy. summer has a type every guy she's talked can we say that yeah okay Every guy she's talked to looks like they could be cousins. They could be related. They could be brothers. They could be brothers. Every single man she's talked to. Okay. Like- For I don't know why the ones that all act the same also look the same. <laughs> you know, I have a type that way and a type that way. I mean, everyone does. Yeah. But like, yeah, they they all look copy and paste. Identical, bro. Like, yeah. they, I look at them and I'm like, yeah, that's your type. Yeah. Also, yeah, they are probably cousins or brothers it's weird except that one guy which one (laughs) that was that was like a experiment yeah that was when she was like what are men yeah my my baby daddy is my first boyfriend Mm -hmm. my first everything was was with my baby daddy so then when i got out of that relationship i got to like actually explore options and so not good well that's why i'm not cuffed (laughs) (laughs) but um now have boundaries and standards so that's why that's why baby daddy's a baby daddy and he's not my husband yeah i have standards too (laughs) stops there for the for the most part (laughs) dude those situationships be crazy Mm. there's only ever been one situationship where i was like down bad She's still down I bad. St- I'm still down bad. It's bro. been a minute, and she's still it's, down bad for this it one. It is. It is really it's crazy. It was actually really nice to watch. Shut up! It, though. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! No, shut up. it was because like you go through this big, huge healing journey, like especially leaving a baby daddy, mm-hmm. and then like just you get into a groove, and then someone throws it off, and you have to find a new one. I think that's so powerful. This man was such a good person. Too. He was. I he was, loved him. He was the first person where i was genuinely like attracted to him yeah no offense <laughs> no offense to everybody else where they i don't know what they're talking about i know right you don't know who he, no yeah he was the first person that i was like i was attracted to the way he thought i was attracted to the way he acted i was attracted to the way he presented himself he the way he would make me feel when i was going out with him was just mm-hmm. i have never had that before and i was like she would literally like lose herself at work she was so just I've never been that type of person. Yeah, yeah. Talking, I'm like, what? I don't. She was. She was like daydreaming. She was truly in a honeymoon phase. Everything was. was this man. Everything. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. But I would also, get butterflies to see him. Yeah, she had boundaries, and she's still like, 
I don't know, she integrated him in in a very thoughtful way. But then, like, when it ended, it was just such a nice thing to, like, watch you grow and blossom from that. And to, like, hear that she's struggling, like, I don't know. I liked I liked that for you. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. a really good learning, learning yeah. journey. And it was nice to go. I Like you said, I did all this healing. I worked so much on myself. Um, and then I finally got into a true healthy relationship. The communication I had with this man was great. So good. The communication, um, everything about him was great. The way it ended was was great. I have absolutely nothing bad to say about it. Yeah. No, I'm sad. No, I- <laughs> I'm really happy that you got to experience a man like that because mm-hmm. then it just like solidifies that they are out, out there. there. Yeah. You know, like this is not a men shaming podcast. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We truly love men because we work for a men's salon. We do. Which I have loved learning oh so God. much about men working at that salon. Yes. You know, it's like they truly are simple creatures. We truly overcomplicate <laughs> them so much. We do. We really do. Literally anything makes them happy. Anything. Scratch their arm for two seconds. Dude. Oh my God. $100 yes. tip. <laughs> $100. Yeah, they're like, $100 tip. Also, men will pay. Men will pay. Don't go for the men that don't pay men will pay if they're not paying it's because they're saving for something else it's not you you literally you oh my gosh you know what have you ever had a man that's like we'll just talk on snapchat i will not respond to someone who just wants to talk on snapchat ever really ever because who are you if you're talking to someone on snapchat you're hiding oh absolutely you know what i mean like also it's just such a childish thing i i don't know snapchat dms like actually talking to someone through there maybe obviously to start a conversation but after a couple of messages like i'm ready to text <laughs> dang that's crazy i'd be the person that tells them to talk on instagram but also like my boundary right now is that i'm not looking for anybody i'm not looking for any situation i'm so happy being myself <laughs> me saying i wanted a boyfriend <laughs> five seconds ago no but actually my actual standard mm-hmm. is that i'm happy being alone and if like people are reaching out to text i tell them to go on instagram so it's nice to hear a perspective yeah i think well th- we're both in very different because i'm ready for a relationship i want a yeah. relationship would love that for you would love that for myself <laughs> <laughs> but now i have like these boundaries and whatever and it makes it hard yeah 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 also so sad for anyone that we do date because <laughs> we come as a package we do which was, <laughs> oh my gosh with, especially with that guy it yeah. was so nice well actually there's been two guys that we've dated one that i have and one that you've dated where they truly treated us like a package and it was really nice yeah. it was nice to when she was with that person like to kind of like go along with her mm-hmm. and then once they ended is when i started and so then you know she was tagging along with me yeah one of them even dadded up to both of our kids hell yeah for a real one for sure for real yeah for real damn (laughs) no yeah it's dating as a single mom is pretty crazy to be crazy because you i don't want anyone like i said last time i don't want anyone to meet my son um but at the same time like you need someone that's good with kids yeah also someone who doesn't have kids and they have to be good with kids I don't say much controversial things, but I will never date a baby daddy. Period. Ever. Period. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. I think it's coming to time. Oh, is it time to go? <laughs> I think it's almost time to go. It's 11.21. I think it's time, it's to, time go. to go. We'll leave it at that. No dating baby daddies. If there's one thing you can take from this podcast. No dating baby daddies. Do you have a mantra? No dating baby daddies. <laughs> Take that on for the rest of your week. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I actually want to challenge you to something. Yeah. Okay. And we'll check back in next week. 
cardio that has been like a really big thing for both of us we both keep saying we're gonna run and we don't run every single day 30 minutes of cardio regardless if we have the babies whatever you have to do 30 minutes every day 30 minutes every day 30 minutes whether it's okay walk should we do 20 start off with 20 no 30 (laughs) okay 30 minutes whether it's you going to the gym and doing cardio stairs walking or going on a run with ollie do I just text you that I did it? Yeah, text me. Okay, we'll report back next week. Let's see how we did. Um, What's so yeah, we're recording on Friday. Are we recording on Monday next week? So we have a, a week and a half to do this. Um, no, I think we should end it on from Friday Saturday. to Friday. Saturday to Saturday. Saturday to Saturday. Okay, starts okay. tomorrow. So we'll let you guys know how it went on Monday. Join us. Join us. Yes. Yes. DM us your results on our Instagram. Yes, baby mama pod. Baby mama pod. I think that's all for today. I think that's about it. Should we do our, our little kissy kiss? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Third time's a charm, bitch. Yeah. <laughs>